Hello, my friends. So, I recently traveled Asia for about nine weeks, and I am just taking each week to talk about a part of my trip. I'm going in order, just, uh, you know, in order of uh, where I went to these places. So, I started off in Singapore. I've already covered Singapore and then Siem Reap, Cambodia. So, check those out if you haven't already. But today, I am talking about the next stop on my trip. It's a good one. I am talking about Thailand. And actually, Thailand needs to be two episodes because I spent like three weeks there and I don't want this to be like an hour plus long episode. I like my episodes to be more like 20 to 40 minutes. So I'm going to just talk about my time in Bangkok and Chiang Mai to start, which was about... I think I was in Bangkok and Chiang Mai for about a week, week and a half total. So yeah, I remember freaking myself out the night before my Bangkok flight because I double checked the entry requirements. And for visas, I saw something about how you can get a visa on arrival, but only stay for 15 days. And I had three weeks planned in Thailand. So I was like, uh, wait, I have to change everything. Why didn't I like notice this? Or why didn't I check this? Um, beforehand, but then once I actually double-checked, I realized that doesn't apply to U.S. citizens. <laughs> like, U.S. citizens can have 30 days of visa-free travel, which I checked that, and I knew that when I was booking for the trip, but I, I must have forgotten, so yeah, I had this slight moment of panic, which was for absolutely nothing, and my flight to Bangkok, which was less than an hour from Siem Reap, and my entry to Thailand was so easy and so smooth. Now, for Bangkok, I stayed at the Mad Monkey, which is very similar to the Mad Monkey CM Reap because it's the same company. Um, I, they had a pool, it had a cafe, a bar, pretty good customer service for the most part. Um, and uh, yeah, the room was pretty comfortable. I, if I had to pick between the two, I would say I prefer the CM Reap one a little bit more. But Mad Monkey Bangkok was very good too. It was in a nice location. It was about a 10 minute walk from the infamous Khao San Road, which is like a street market, but also filled with bars. It's like a tourist trap on a street, but you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta walk Khao San Road at least once. Just don't make that be your entire Bangkok experience. Bangkok is a massive city with so much more to offer than Khao San but do check out Khao San. Just, you know, don't make it the bulk of your trip. So, yeah. Um, by the way, Khao San is where you can try Scorpion. I didn't. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of clubs and a place to get a drink. You can grab a mango smoothie. Delicious. Th mangoes in Thailand are the best on earth. Um, actually, I heard India actually has the best mangoes in the world. But I have not been. But uh, Thailand has the best mangoes where I have been. So, yeah. Um, I spent my first evening actually going to get the famous tom yum noodle soup at J.O. Chula. It is normal to wait like an hour plus there, which like with the wait time plus getting my food, it was probably about an hour, probably took about 45 minutes to get in, then another maybe like 20 minutes to get my food. And um, it was so worth it, actually. I loved J.O. Chula. It was so worth the, it was so worth the hype. It was like tom yum soup, with these like fried chicken pieces and egg and noodles. Oh my God, I still think about it. It was so good. Um, pretty sure I have a picture of it on my Instagram or like some videos on my TikTok. So like seriously, go go look. Um, if you're in Bangkok, I really actually do recommend J.O. Chula. It's super, super good. Yeah. Um, so also um, they open at like 
4.30 p.m. and I recommend just getting there right when it opens. Um, the line is a little bit more reasonable. If not, if you're on there, if you're there at like a weekend night, you'll probably be waiting about an hour and a half to two hours. So yeah, the next day I did some exploring. I had some mango sticky rice, which is so good. And then I went to the Icon Siam Mall, which is the coolest mall I have ever been to. They have a bunch of different stores, obviously, but also underground, they have this indoor market that was so fun to explore. A lot of mark, a lot of malls in Asia actually have that where like their food courts are in the basement and it's like a market feel to it. I really love that. I'm going to, that's like one of the things that I like really, really miss about Asia is just their malls and their markets. Like I just, it's unbeatable. Um, Places in the U.S., I know in Seattle, like, we have, like, our, like, international district and our night market. Vancouver and Portland do them, too. But, like, it's not, it's not the same. It's better over there. But, anyways, um, that night, I decided to socialize a little more, and I hung out at my hostel bar. I drank alcohol for the first time on my trip. Um, I didn't want to drink a lot of alcohol while I was over there because my, the last solo trip I took was two weeks in Portugal. And because it was two weeks... I just exhausted the hell out of myself. I drank every day. I stayed out super late and I thought, okay, I can't do that for two months straight. So like I certainly did go out. I had some late nights, but I really tried to make it like once a week, once every two weeks, just pace myself because I was also just kind of in a season of life where I didn't really like going out and drinking. I think for my fall trip maybe I will be more down to go out and do more stuff but yeah I just I, I really wanted to pick and choose and that night in Bangkok was my first night really going out staying late drinking so yeah um I ended up actually you know what that's a lie that was not my first time drinking I had a beer in Cambodia at the like night market tour my first night so no that's a lie that was not my first time drinking but it was my first time having more than like a beer, having like multiple drinks, having like a proper night out. Okay. So yeah, um, I joined a trivia team for my hostel and we actually won and they gave us like three buckets to share. And then we went out on Kaosan Road and got more drinks. We danced. It was so much fun. And we got back to the hostel at like 2.30. So not super late, but still enough to feel like I had a good night out. Yeah, the next morning I got up to go see Watbo, which is where the like famous reclining Buddha is, which, okay guys, it's massive. It is so <laughs> much bigger in person. It's crazy. Yeah, Watpo is like one of the most beautiful man-made places I've ever been. Like the detail, it's, it's so beautiful. I really enjoyed that. And then after that, there was a mango cafe nearby. So yeah, I got a mango smoothie and that was delicious. And then after that, my hostel was having a pool party and this British girl that I, that I uh, befriended the night before, uh, we ended up leaving the pool party to go get a Thai massage, which was an experience. First of all, I was fully clothed. Shouldn't touch me anywhere, like unexpected. Some places do and you know, whatever. I, I have no uh, issue with that if that's what you're into. But um, yeah, so I will say this lady twisted me in angles and like cracked my back from angles I've been trying to reach for like a decade. It wasn't the most comfortable experience, but it was actually really nice. I did enjoy it a lot and it was only like $5 too, so very affordable. Then me and the girl, like, we got dinner, we talked, and definitely made a cool friend out of it. And then the next day I checked out, just got some work done at my hostel, and then I took a night train to Chiang Mai. So that was Bangkok. Um, Bangkok is really lively, a little chaotic in some areas, but I really did like it overall. 
it's huge. There's so much to do. Taxis are pretty cheap and he's, it's not, I don't, I, some people say that they have good public transport. I kind of disagree. I don't think it's that great, but if you need a grab, it's very cheap. It's kind of walkable. It's just, it's so big. So it feels like everything's kind of far. Um, I kind of knew I wasn't even going to scratch the surface of Bangkok, but I tried to make the most of it. They have a lot of like really cute cafes. Uh, shout out to Snooze Cafe and K Coffee by my hostel. I went to both a couple times and yeah, I wasn't expecting to fall in love with Bangkok, which I didn't, but I knew it would be a fun place to spend the weekend and that ended up being very true. So yeah, Bangkok is nice, but let's get into the good stuff. <sighs> Chiang Mai. Oh, Chiang Mai. How I love you. Um, yeah, I took a sleeper train from Bangkok to Chiang Mai. I paid about $20 extra for first class, so I got my own little room that I shared with one woman who was very nice, and you just go to sleep, and then you wake up in Chiang Mai. And it was about 12 hours, and it went by pretty fast, because I slept through it. So Chiang Mai is such a laid-back contrast to Bangkok. It's so refreshing. It has, like, a river through the old town with, like, trees and park benches. It's so, it's so peaceful. I got off the train, I dropped off my luggage, and I was pretty hungry, and I had heard, like, really great things about the Mango Passion Bowl at Good Souls Cafe, and, um, I don't know if you've picked up on this, but I really like mangoes, so had to go check that out. Yeah, um, it was the best smoothie bowl I've ever had in my entire life. Mango and passion fruit is the best combo ever. I explored quite a bit. I took a long walk, checked into my hostel. I stayed at Hidden Garden Hostel, which is very cute, very well kept. Nice location. Highly recommend. Um, I really enjoyed my stay. It's not super social, but I had like day trips and half day trips my whole time in Chiang Mai anyway. So it worked out just fine. Um, I, I really did like um, the hostel, though. I thought it was very nice. For dinner, I went to Fern Forest Cafe and I tried the Chiang Mai specialty, which is called Khao Soi. Khao soy, how do I explain it besides perfection, the best thing I've ever eaten? I actually got khao soy in uh, my uh, current city of Tacoma, Washington, like the other day, and I was quite impressed. It was pretty good. It wasn't like the khao soy I had in Thailand, but it was good. It was very good. It will it will suffice if I am uh, desperate enough, which I will be. Um, I haven't even explained khao soy. Okay, khao soy is a yellow curry with noodles and then they have dried noodles on top and then usually it's like onion chicken and it's usually pretty spicy which i love spice the spicier the better and guys it was one of the best meals of my life i i tried khao soy a few times while in chiang mai and fern forest made it the best also it's right next door to good souls so if you want to go get some khao soy and then go get uh some a mango passion fruit bowl in the same trip do it um did i do that on my last day there yes I did um and I would do it again so yeah um <laughs> so yeah anyway khao soy is amazing go try khao soy one of my favorite meals I ate on my entire trip and that's saying something because I did not eat a bad meal in Thailand Thai food is ugh, amazing okay so then after that I went to a night market hung out a bit and that was my first day day two of Chiang Mai I got up early for a cooking class I love Thai food and I've never tried a cooking class before, so Thailand seemed like a great place to go. And I took the class through Grandma's Home Cooking School, which was a great company. We started off at a market and then a farm just to like familiarize ourselves with the ingredients and then we went to the actual kitchen. 
we made curry paste and then like some tom yum soup pad thai and then we actually got a cur to make like a curry of our choice we could have picked between like penang khao soy green and uh i think it was either like red curry masaman curry i don't actually remember but yeah i went with penang curry because i actually really do love penang curry kind of that like peanut base flavor um besides khao soy that's like my favorite type of curry i do also love um in thailand i did like, I used to not think I was crazy about green curry, but it has since grown on me. So maybe at home I need to get green curry more often. I, I've i been talking so much about food and <laughs> this time. Um, I'm actually not that hungry, contrary to what it may sound like. But no, Thai food is just um, unbeatable. But yeah, so I made Penang curry and all of the food we ate was amazing. I was so sufficiently stuffed. Like, you make one dish at a time and then you eat it all and... Goodness, I, I ate all my food, but it was a struggle and I don't, I didn't really eat much for the rest of the day, but then they gave us this beautiful mango sticky rice at the end and everything was delicious and quite easy to make. They definitely make, made cooking very approachable and enjoyable and I really loved it. And I ended up just spending the rest of my day just kind of getting work done and then I went to bed early because I had a day trip to Chiang Rai the next day. It takes about three hours to get to Chiang Rai from Chiang Mai. The first stop was this beautiful modern blue temple. Like, it was so stunning. The interior and exterior was just wow. And then plus I also tried this coconut ice cream with blue sticky rice on top, which, just trust me, it works, okay? It works. Then after that, we went to a museum that's like kind of demonic, but still really cool. Um, but the real star of the show was the White Temple. Guys, photos don't do it justice. It is one of the most beautiful places I have ever been. The artist just wanted to modernize Buddhism for a new generation and just wow, it's a masterpiece, a work of art. If you are not familiar with the White Temple in Chiang Rai, do me a favor, pause this or don't, Google it right now. Um, just do it. I'll wait. Are you doing it? Are, are you Googling it? It's beautiful, right? Yeah, so... Um, also, like, the inside, um, you're not allowed to take photos, but inside with, like, the walls, um, obviously there's, like, it's a place of worship, it is a temple, but they have a lot of really cool stuff on the walls. They have, like, superheroes, and, like, I think there's, like, a Pikachu on it. Like, it, it's just, it's so cool. It's such a really wonderful way to modernize Buddhism, and it's just such a beautiful modern work of art. And I think it's just the reminder that, like, Yes, preserve the old and appreciate the old, but also realize that there is beauty in the new as well. And I think that the White Temple was a really great reminder of that, because as much as I really loved the ancient temples, the modern ones are really cool too. So yeah, you can definitely appreciate both. So then after about a three-hour drive back, I pretty much just got like a 7-Eleven dinner and went to bed. Don't get me started on Asian 7-Elevens. Actually do get me started. Um, 7-Elevens in Thailand specifically are very famous for their ham and cheese toasties, which are like a dollar and they are phenomenal. Also, I was really obsessed with these little like mochi bombs that I got every single day. But yeah, I mean, I'll talk more about this when it's time to like get to like Japan. But 7-Elevens in Thailand are magical. And actually the biggest, I believe the biggest 7-Eleven in the world is in Thailand, like an hour out of Bangkok. I didn't go, but goals. Yeah. Okay. So, um. Yeah, that was my day. And then it was time to wake up early again because it was time to go to an elephant sanctuary. I got to just feed elephants and hang out with them. Like, they're such beautiful, gentle creatures. Like, I really just love the experience and it was so blissful. And what I'm going to say is please do your own research on elephant sanctuaries. 
don't go anywhere where they let you ride elephants. Like I passed a few of those in Phuket, Thailand, and they just looked very barbaric. And, you know, some people are very against even like the sanctuaries where they let you like touch the elephants or feed the elephants. And if you're against that, by all means, like don't support it. Like they do have like no touch sanctuaries and like different elements and like do your research and do like what feels good to you. I am just going to say don't ride the damn elephant. But, you know, feeding them, like, that that was fun to do. I really enjoyed that. And, yeah, after hanging out with some cute elephants, um, it was my last day in Chiang Mai. Like, I did laundry, got ready to go. I went to the Chiang Mai Gate night market, and I just called it a night because I had to go to the airport the next morning. And uh, Chiang Mai was my favorite place I visited so far. It's very livable. Like, I really think I could live there. It's laid back, but still lively. It still has everything you'd need. It's close to nature, but it still had good infrastructure for getting around and having things to do. It's very, like, spiritual and very just, oh, it's just nice. The people were friendly. It was just cool. The weather was stunning. Like, the weather was flawless, which... I'll, I'll get into the weather in Phuket, which I was, in, I was in Thailand during the beginning of the wet season, so I expected rain, but there was no rain in Chiang Mai. It was pretty beautiful the entire time. Just beautiful, sunny, 90-degree weather. Amazing. Um, my luck with Thai weather did not last, but that's what next week is for. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, the weather was stunning, very sunny, very hot, but it wasn't as humid as Singapore and Cambodia, in my opinion. But yeah, but it is very like north. So yeah, my first week in Thailand was very lovely. The people, the food, the culture. I loved it all. But the beach was starting to call my name. So part two of my Thailand journey will be all about going to the islands and exploring the amazing beaches in Thailand. And that's going to be a good one. So you got to check that one out next week because... Yeah, beaches in Thailand are pretty phenomenal. And like the atmosphere of the islands are pretty great. But I did have things I didn't love so much about the islands. So you will hear my thoughts next week. All right. So thank you so much for listening. I'm, it was so nice to like relive Thailand. I really loved it. And I am dying to go back. I already kind of have a route in mind for when I go back, which maybe I'll talk about that next week. Yeah, I will um, talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, take care and have a wonderful rest of your day.